Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Chad. And if you're listening to this podcast, you may be wondering, where can I get my hands on the rule book to this amazing game they're playing? Well, you're in luck because Legends, the superhero role-playing game, is now available for purchase on Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, Chapters Indigo, select comic and game stores, and even off our website, www.matchplaygames.ca. So if you've ever dreamt of battling injustice, pick up a copy of Legends, the superhero role-playing game. The world can always use another superhero. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I was saying we should we should probably introduce who we are. Oh, was that the actual question? Did I just misunderstand? Okay. Yes. Hi, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm the GM, and I don't listen. Welcome to Legends, a superhero story. This actual play podcast is a world of tights, fights, and exciting sound bites with larger-than-life heroes and truly terrifying villains around every corner. Grab your cape and leap into the never-ending battle of good versus evil. It's time to become Legends. Jack, you should also introduce yourself as a co-creator of the game. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I did that, too. Hi, my name is Chad Matchett. I am uh, also one of the co-creators of the Legends superhero game. And uh, You realize that when you turn, like talk on radio, your voice gets deeper? You yes. do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, I'm uh, I'm secretary treasurer of Matchplay Games Incorporated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm the president of, of Matchplay Games. <laughs> Playing Atticus Gray. Uh, Atticus is a successful college athlete. That college success did not translate into his dream. Mm-hmm. Um, he he did suffer an injury, but people wouldn't give him the benefit of the doubt after that because of his um, his overconfidence. He was a little un- unbearable. So he got a job working at the Buff Bros uh, gym, <laughs> Buff, Buff Brothers gym. I hate that with all of my heart. I love it. Um, working, working, Uh not working in the gym, working in the call center, selling gym memberships. Yeah. Love that. Um, One of his things is super confident, always keeping fit. He, he tries to inspire people, but he's also loves the glory. Like he's got a good heart. He tries too hard to shine. He tries too hard to be the guy. Do you think the microphone picked up that belt? Is that what that was? Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were like. We're clamped. I was sitting beside you. I didn't get to go. You know, I didn't hear it. it. Happened. I was like, oh my god. So, anyways, he's a he's a good guy, but he's he's very cocky and very overconfident, and thinks that he can do anything, which gets him into trouble. Um, if, if you guys want to, you guys can introduce your uh, your archetypes right now as well. Atticus is the champion. Basically, what archetypes are are kind of. Um, strengths and flaws done to help you roleplay your characters. So different things being like the champion, being like the one to jump into battle, but maybe getting himself in a little bit of trouble in the meantime, things like that. So things to roleplay on and think about uh, for backgrounds for your character and things like that. My name is Emily Matson. I'm here to, to, to play an RPG. I am playing Tracy Beck. She is this tiny little five foot nothing human. She's 24 years old and she uh unfortunately uh failed out of military college her older sister and parents are also in the military she is rather smart but her family values like strength and like being like super strong tanks and like physical people 
She's not super about that, though. So it's been a couple of years since she failed out, and now she's on to a new adventure. Yeah. Uh, Tracy's pick is The Independent. You know, when you talk on radio, the vein on the side of your temple pulls up. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm so nervous. I just got, like, a panic attack. <laughs> Someone else go. busting. Uh, hello, my name is Amanda Matchett. No, um, <laughs> Amanda Lorenzo. Uh, I, I, I just showed up and they were like, do you want to play some role playing? And I was like, yes. You shouldn't tell strangers off the street that you're going to role play with that. <laughs> That's her introduction to everyone she meets ever. Hey, you want to role play? I just, I just showed up and they were like, hey, you want to role play? I'm concerned <laughs> for you. Roll a d20, please. I play Abigail Rose. Uh, she, her family is from the Amazon, but she grew up in California. Her family's kind of hippy-dippy, and she kind of grew up into that vegan, hippie lifestyle. Uh, the reason why she moved was because she wants to free herself from her family and like figure out life on her own. She is the selfless, so she just puts everyone's needs before her own and cares too much sometimes. Hi, I'm Daniel Cardoso. I am the unpaid intern here at Match Play Games. <laughs> That's all of us, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm also the unpaid intern. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we're, Jack and I are the unpaid um, president and secretary. Yeah, <laughs> Match Play Games. Isn't Jack the treasurer? Yeah, sorry, guys. I've looked at the expenses and we don't have it in the budget to pay anybody, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm okay. crunching the numbers here and it's all gone into my new desk chair, unfortunately. <laughs> so, uh, I'm playing Asher McLeod. Uh, Asher is 20, five foot six, pretty light to slim build uh, from like backwoods, Oregon. Didn't really grow up on around a ton of people and raised by a single mom. And in fact, uh, one of his earliest memories um, is his father leaving. Mom never talked about him much, but from what I gather, he was a super and then, or a superhero, had powers uh, and just didn't come back one day but she doesn't like to talk about it more than that really so took the job with rift to kind of help support her because it's hard being a single mom raising a kid oh um innocent so he's very trusting likes to see the good in people um and like he'll bounce back from being knocked down but he's also very naive could potentially i think follow the wrong people if led astray kind of thing does he know who his dad was no knows nothing about him. like really had to push for even the smallest amount of information thanks cool cool that's me Jack, who are you? Hi, I'm Jack, and I am every single member of the Vanguard, <laughs> and every superhero my dad or I have ever created before, and I'll be jamming the podcast, playing the NPCs. All right, well, we're all super excited to play. We're super excited, you we're might say. We're super excited to go on this heroic journey. Woohoo! That's your cue, Jack. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. Um, starting out, uh, you guys have been hired by Rift Interactive, which is a, kind of a world famous video game and technology company, kind of would be on the same level as I guess as Microsoft and Sony. They make not just video games, but they make uh, all sorts of technology, uh, video game systems, TVs, generally interactive entertainment um, is their kind of forte. And you guys have been hired as QA testers on a two year contract to come out to New Olympus and test out their 
newest piece of technology, which is a fully immersive rig called the Riftwalker. And it is toted as the world's first fully immersive gaming rig. And it'll make you feel like you're truly actually inside of the game. It's called a Riftwalker? Riftwalker, yeah. Not the Rift so, Drifter? No, not the, not the Rift Drifter, no. You guys were all hired. And uh, about two, three weeks later, they had um, secured two-year visas on two-year contracts. And they had uh, flown you guys all out to New Olympus. Um, you guys fly down and um, they put you in hotels overnight. And then the next day they send a bus out to pick you guys up and they're going to take you to the Rift campus. Is New Olympus in the States or in Canada? It's in, that's neither. New Olympus is actually, um, it's its own island in, have you ever heard of Point Nemo? Sure. Point Nemo is <laughs> is is physically on the world. Of the you, might, yeah. you might as well like explain it in detail because we can assume that our listeners also have no idea where New Olympus is. It's true. Okay, so 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 New Olympus is um, situated in Point Nemo. New Olympus is a bit larger than Vancouver Island in size, and the actual city takes up about the same size as New York would. It is a country, but it's basically one big mega city. You've got about ten million people living in it. About two point five million people living in the area around it in the suburbs in the mountain area and then you've got this big arc of mountains on it and then past that is all wilderness and untouched nature so about like 90 percent of the island is covered in in forest and is all kind of untouched new olympus is situated the island itself where point nemo is which is the furthest possible point you can be away from any other landmass in the world so one of the cool things i uh, i've read about point nemo sometimes the closest other humans are actually the people in the space station than landmasses. Google Point Nemo and you'll get a you'll get an idea of, of where it is. And the city itself, so you've got kind of a big arcing bay where all suburbs and docks and things are. And then you've got a couple of central islands where the main city itself is on, bridges extending to it, similar to New York in size and scale. I mean, New York's bigger, but same type of idea that it's a mega city in a country where all the other smaller suburbs and things basically funnel resources to the city itself. Um, New Olympus is also the highest ratio in the world of superpowered people. It be it's hold on. I should look at my own notes for this before I misquote anything. As much as 15% of the people who live in the city are superpowered in some way, shape, or form. The vast majority of them only have low-level, like, C-tier powers and are mainly skill-based. So it would be the type of people who, you know, the type of person who looks stronger, is stronger than they look, or has a great metabolism, things like that. They probably have superpowers. But it's not unlikely to see people flying home from work or playing with animals in the park because they can talk to them and, and things like that. So it's uh, very common for, for people to have Powers. Yeah, I think, Jack, as a, as a game dynamic, it's important to know that the vast majority of people who live there are not, technically, they're not superheroes. Oh, um, no. no they, yeah. they choose to live their lives, everyday lives. Like you say, if someone is, you know, has super strength, maybe they're a construction worker. Or yeah, exactly. Like uh, somebody with a higher tier of intelligence might work in analytics and statistics or... Exactly. Um, yeah, so the the vast majority so superpowers are very commonplace. Superpowers are very commonplace, but being um, actual superheroes is much less common. You've got powers division in the city, which handles um, all. Uh, because New Olympus is one of the only countries in the world that offers superhero registration, which is a legal way of becoming a superhero to fight crime, essentially major crimes. And um, Powers Division, you can register at them. But the Powers Division also works and helps as a uh, job placement for people with powers, helps people train and understand their powers, all sorts of things like that. This would be basic info that you guys as characters would already know, because uh, New Olympus is a pretty public, it, it's, a, it's, not a, it's not a secret. 
right? So it's a so people would know about Powers because Powers Division is a worldwide um, organization that they help out heroes. But um, in based in New Olympus is one of the only countries in the world that offers hero registration. So that's something that you guys would already know. And then any questions about it, we can save for. And we're not heroes yet. We don't have our powers at this point. No, you guys are hundred percent regular people, which is one of the um one of the reasons why you guys were hired. One of the one of the degrees of being hired by Rift is that you had to be normal, no power people. Uh, anyways, back to this. So you guys fly out. They put you in a hotel overnight. Going through customs, going through everything is is very easy. Um, and then it seems that they've hired quite a lot of people because they have three or four buses show up for people to get on and then drive out to the Rift campus. And the Rift campus is about 45, 60 minutes outside of the main downtown area of the city on kind of like a clear traffic day. Past that, it could be even up closer to like an hour and a half outside the city. And I've really imagined Rift campus to be kind of similar to the Capilano campus. Um, so you've got <laughs> up, it's, it's up the hill. It's away from it's away from the rest of the, the city, um, surrounded by trees uh, very private. So you guys are busing out. Um, buses filled with all sorts of people. Everybody's kind of excitedly talking and back and forth. Uh, and you bust through the city. It takes about, um, you get picked up pretty early. It takes about hour, hour and 15 minutes to get out. Surrounded by trees, um, it opens up into this huge, beautiful campus. And um, they've got the main studio, corporate building, and then also um, where you guys will be living for the next two years is uh, on-site uh, apartment complex. So as you guys kind of pull up, they've got all sorts of welcoming committees and everything like that. And they funnel you guys into uh, the apartment building where they've got a big cafeteria. And that's where you guys are kind of starting now. They've got everybody sitting in the cafeteria seats and they got a little stage set up and uh, head honcho guy. He walks up on stage. He's wearing a nice uh, dark gray suit, no tie, kind of open collar. Um, Good looking guy in his mid 40s. He's got salt and pepper hair. And um, he talks kind of quick as if he's always late for a meeting. Like he's always kind of like on the edge of his seat talking. And he's um, he's like, hey, everybody, um, I'm Francesco Miller. I'll be overseeing the whole Riftwalker project for the next two years. We're very happy to have everybody on board here. From here, we're going to split everybody into your individual teams. Uh, and then you'll be approached by your project coordinators and they'll be taking you on a tour of the campus and running through any questions that you guys have about Rift, the city, anything like that. With all that said, we'll get our project coordinators here to start calling out teams and we'll be all good. And he walks away immediately um, and they get they get another girl up on stage and she starts calling out teams over and over and over again. Sorry, Jack, how many people are here roughly? Oh, you've got, oh yeah, yeah by the way, guys, if you have any questions, just feel free to interrupt me. Um, you've got like over a hundred people in the cafeteria. It seems like there's quite a lot of new recruits for this. So it's just, it's like packed to the brim, the cafeteria. And um, they start calling out teams and they're going by number, uh, by letters, sorry, by letters. So they've got like A team and then they call out a few names. Um, They call it like four names, B team, and they keep going, keep going. And then these people, as soon as they are called, they're getting up and kind of going over. They've got those... uh, Almost like in, in school when they used to have like the number or letter on the wall where you go to. As soon as you get called, you go over to your to your spot. And um, eventually... They come so they're breaking yes. people into teams of four. Yes, How into teams of four. There so. are four players in this campaign. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> crazy crazy how, how, how I do stuff like that, right? Yeah. 
Um, so there's not like a sorting hat or anything. It's just random. <laughs> this would be helpful. Uh, they've they've broken people up. Um, they say based off the um, compatibility tests that you guys took as part of your interview processes, they've broken people up based on what they feel is the best matches for um, how people will be getting along in teams. Eventually, they're going through and they get down to and they say J team, and we'll get Atticus Gray, Tracy Beck. Abigail Rose and Asher McLeod. And what do you guys do? Uh, can I put my hand up and say, is there a cooler letter than J for J team? Uh, well, I go immediately. Could it be like X team or O team or. Why is O team cooler? O That's not in character. Why is O team cooler? O team. I go immediately. Right off the bat, Legit. right off the bat, the lady's just kind of looking at you and she's like, uh, you guys feel free to. Come up with your own team name. We're just, just splitting these off right now. And she's like, it kind of just motions towards. She doesn't even know what to say. She's like, come on, man. Or like, or like Z team. Anybody? No. J. I'm suppressing a giggle as I immediately head over to the. But J isn't even symmetrical. That makes no sense. We're having things that are not symmetrical. I like things that are symmetrical. All right. All right. All right. Um, so you guys go over, um, they've got the little laminated big letter J, uh, hanging on the wall and guys kind of milling about and a woman in her mid thirties, she seems very bubbly. She's in casual, uh, kind of muted, uh, colors, um, casual business, casual clothing, um, walks over. She's got a laptop under her arm and a coffee and other, and she introduces herself and she goes, hi everybody. Um, I'm Ashley Jenkins and I'll be your project coordinator for the next two years. So, um. I guess we'll be getting to know each other. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any questions to start or should I start us out? Are a we a team because you're Jenkins? No, we, we, uh, we figured that we would be having about 26 teams here. So we just kind of went letters of the alphabet, easy peasy, just like that. Like, can um, we, can we do our own name or are we stuck with J team for the next two can years? We can come up with our team name as, as, as it's, yeah, it's just kind of a quick designation. I mean, like I, I like J. <sighs> It makes sense. There's 26. I'm cool with whatever we decide to pick. This seems irrelevant at the moment. That's what we've been assigned. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> all right. Uh, can, I, can, I, can I see who's A-team? Uh, yeah, A-team is all, like, super good-looking, great, like... <laughs> awesome. They're all, like, look like Greek gods, and, uh, yeah. Wow. Don't get hurt. That, that's it's hurt. Damn. Hey, but, hey, you know, like, like, if you look down at Z-team, it's like, it's, it's, like a, it's like a downward... Yeah, so uh, J-team 10th letter 10th team out there you know you're not the worst we're in the top half it's fine top 10 top 10 last in the top 10 sorry what were your names again tracy beck and thank for getting to that no we just called them out i'm just asking what are are your names yeah um ashley says um i think introductions uh everybody can introduce themselves now um we'll start with a tour of the uh of the campus we'll go and get your um body scans done and then we will uh kind of come back here have some dinner and kind of wrap up for the day um and then tomorrow is when we start our uh actual real work day for the first time. So um, feel free to introduce yourselves and then we'll get started on tour. Uh, Hi guys. I'm Asher McLeod. I'm from Oregon. Asher? Asher. And I'm, you know, excited to be here. Excited to figure this out. Hi everyone. My name is Abigail Rose and I am very excited to be here too. I'm excited to get to know you guys. My name is Tracy Beck. Where are you from? I'm from Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Small town. Uh, um, Atticus Gray. Don't call me Atticus. Everybody calls me Gray. Yeah. And, uh, 
uh, I'm excited to get going. I, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. Not about the J thing, but everything else. So then um, she begins taking you guys on um, a campus tour and she says, we'll come back to the uh, apartment building and the cafeteria here and feel free to ask me any questions that you have uh, on the way. But she takes you first um, by, so the way it's set up is kind of got this, you come up the main road and then the main studio looks very much uh, almost like a skyscraper turned onto its side. So it's got about five floors and two big concrete pillars coming down to support it with a driveway underneath. So you can go to a back parking lot where everybody parks. And then they've got the main park out front of that apartment building is next to the main studio. And then um, parallel across from the main studio is the corporate headquarters, which is four floors. And the apartment complex is six floors. It's this great big uh, apartment complex they call the block because it looks like just a big giant gray block. And then corporate and the main studio. Um, so the main studio is quite, quite large and she takes you on a quick tour through, um, they've got reception area and she takes you up to room 310, which has, uh, another laminated J on it. And she says that this is going to be your main studio room for the next two years. This is where we would be doing most of our testing. And there's a man sitting on a desk working on a laptop. And she says, this here is Dr. Malcolm Baker. Um, and he's going to be our resident uh, physician, just monitoring, making sure everything's okay on our team here. Um, and I'll pass you over to him. And uh, he comes over. Um, he's a man in his uh, early to mid 50s. He's kind of gray on the side, balding on top. He's wearing business slacks, a button up shirt and a lab coat. And um, he comes over and shakes everybody's hands. He's like, hi, hey, everybody. I'm uh, Dr. Baker. And I'll be looking over just because we are going to be testing out this new technology. And we just want to make sure everybody's health levels are all up to spec. And we don't have any adverse effects at all to them. Does anybody have any questions before we get started here? Uh, sorry, Jack. Out of out of game. Is Rift a like a popular game manufacturer or is this like a new brand new thing? Like would we have, would we know like previous games? Like is it like oh, yeah. a rock or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. said it's like microsoft it's like it's like a it's like a company like microsoft or sony right so like they make their own um they not only make their own rig gaming rigs but also make the games for them they finance and publish all sorts of different games they also work on other technology tvs computer monitors computers things like that so they're quite um but this is their In New Olympus, they have mainly the Rift Interactive branch, which is all focusing on interactive video games, and also this new technology, the Rift Walker, which is their cool. new kind of venture. And very secretive, as the, as they said, you're not, it's uh, kind of your NDA, you're not supposed to be talking about it to other people type thing. Yeah. Can we get started? Uh, yeah. So... Uh, Dr. Uh, Baker, he says, um, we're, what we're going to do today is we're going to fit you guys with armbands that will be monitoring your health for, we're hopefully going to keep them on for just about a month, just to make sure that you guys aren't having any um, negative side effects from being in the Rift Walker. It'll measure your general health levels, your heart rate, vitals. Um, it even works like a regular watch and a step counter, which is cool as well. So he brings these out and they're these kind of... So it's a Fitbit? It's kind of like a Fitbit, except it actually measures a lot more of your, like, <laughs> all your different health. It's a Rift bit. Like that. So um, he says that after, <laughs> what was that? I totally missed it. A Rift bit. Perfect. It's not a Fitbit. There you go. That's the name. That's the name now. He uh, he comes over with them and he's got them in a little case and they're about two inches across, um, just cuffs that fit around. And he says that, so we're going to be keeping these on you guys for at least the next month. Luckily, you guys have not been selected as one of the long-term wearers of them. Those are the people in like 
O team and Z team, things like that. Wait, so, uh, wait, wait, wait. Why is it, if it's just a little rift bit, why is it lucky that we're not going to have to wear them for more than a month? Oh, because uh, of this. And um, he, he gestures for your arm. May I? Uh, okay, sure. Uh, and he puts it on and it like electro like magnet locks on and he goes so yeah we're not taking that off now for about a month it won't be coming off at all so and it's nice kind of gripped on there because he says that we're going to be monitoring your guys's health 24 7 making sure that um everything is all good from the rift walker so does did, did he answer the question he didn't answer the question he didn't answer the question but yeah. does a team wear this at all <laughs> or do we wear this because we're in the JT? No. So, so they just have to wear it in the afternoon. He laughs a bit. He says, um, each and every team will be wearing the armbands to check, and everybody's going to be wearing them for at least a month. There have been randomly selected teams that will be wearing them for quite a bit longer to check long-term effects. Luckily, you guys are just in short-term testing. Okay, but, but again, I, again, why is that lucky? Like, what, what else is this thing doing besides checking our vitals? Well, I'm assuming I can't feel anything on it right now. Uh, so, so basically, it, it's attached on, and it's a, it's a big metal cuff attached on. It's not very comfortable at all. Um, okay. So that's why he's he says that he knows it's not very comfortable, but um, it's it's tough to fit so many different health monitoring things um, into such a small package. And um, it's nice, tight around your arms. It doesn't have really a lot of room to move around. So luckily, so it'll a just Fitbit, be a few, but few a really large, uncomfortable Fitbit. Yeah, it's like two inches. It's like two inches wide. It's more like a, it's like a big cuff, basically. Um, so you see, it's got it's got a watch face. You can see your BPM like going through how many steps you've taken, um, and it's got a, another like red light um, just kind of on there. Uh, on the side as well. I guess we got us. So I go up and I offer my wrist. Awesome. Um, and he attaches and each one makes a cool little like, like as it kind of metallic-y electromagnetic attaches on. Um, and it is like, it's locked on there. It's quite tight um, around. It's not even like really shifting around at all. Um, and he affixes one to each and every one of you. And you can see um, it takes a few seconds as it kind of does a little beep and it goes like the green light on, then the red light stays on. Then after a few seconds, it starts going with your BPM and it's got a little footstep sign with a zero, 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 zero. And it I start marching on the spot. <laughs> It uh, it, he he laughs a bit and he goes, uh, you know that's not how they uh, how they work. I start running around the room. There you go. <laughs> now, now now it's going up a little bit. Yeah, and he kind of shakes his head again, and then um, he asks if you guys um can then come over. Um, he's got one of those. I don't know if you guys have ever seen them. They look like almost like a um um like you know those guns that they scan receipts with or barcodes with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like one of those. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. Well, you know, Jack, back where we come okay, from. Okay, so, so hold on, hold on, hold on. This is, this is because I don't know if you've ever seen the actual product. This is just what it looks like, right? The actual product is it's a laser scanner to build 3D models and, and, oh, and okay. to get, build geo like that. Have you ever seen one of those? I thought you were talking about a bar scanner. <laughs> Have you ever seen one of those before? <laughs> yes, sure. actually. At the, at the petrol can. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's got it all plugged into um, his computer. He's got it all plugged into his computer there, and he goes that he says we're going to make a 3D model um, of each one of you because you guys will be yourselves in the game, basically. We're going to try and make a very comprehensive character creation um, system and things like that that you can scan your face, take a picture of yourself, and put yourself in the game. But we are, for the time being, building out the 3D models and putting you guys right inside. Who would like to kind of go first for this? Me. Great. 
Great. Scan um, me. He brings you over. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes to get each scan, and he um, teaches you guys. He goes, so this is your baseline T-pose, and he does just a T-pose. Whenever you guys are in the session, in the systems, if they ask you to return to your T-pose, just return to it really quick, or your baseline, either one of those, they'll say. You return to that pose, and then that will help with things like calibration, bringing you uh, in and out of game sessions, things like that. So that's going to be your base pose, and we will scan you in that. So he gets you all to stand T-pose out, and he does the scanning up and down. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes per person. I let everyone for me so I can see what, what's happening. Cool, yeah. Once we've had the scan done, is there anything else we can do? No, you guys kind of just sit off to the side and wait. It's a bit of a slog, I know. Atticus is like running around the room it's trying great. to get more steps. It's great. <laughs> so push-ups on the side and stuff. Anyways, uh, after that's done, uh, Ashley takes you guys back out. She takes you around to the corporate headquarters and she's like, unfortunately, we can't go inside the corporate headquarters because it's kind of touring off limits. They're all very busy in their cubicles in there. But I'll take you guys back to the block right now. And she takes you back to the main apartment building. Rift every day provides up to three meals per day for all employees on site. Um, so you guys can eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner here. And then we'll take you guys up to your apartment right now as well that you guys will no be living snacks. in. Yeah, um, no so snacks. There's always, there, there's always snacks. The cafeteria is almost looks like um, like a mall food court. They've got multiple different kind of fake looking restaurants that make different types of food every day, all sorts of healthy options. Um, and then there is like um, all day like salad bar uh, and things and snacks that you guys can pick up, but um, three actual meals a day. No, it's, it, it's all included, um, all included along. So you guys will be living on campus and um, basically living and eating on campus. So that's all included. Ashley says that, uh, yeah, for the four or five people who like to bring in their lunch, we have that. And she points over and there's like an old rinky dinky microwave like sitting in the <laughs> corner. Um, and it looks like it hasn't been cleaned out in a really long time. It's all gross. Um, so it is just like Capilano University. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the uh, for a frame of reference, um, obviously, like listeners don't really know this one, but um, the main studio looks like the Bosa Center, like that kind of sideways skyscraper, mm-hmm. a bit taller though, because the Bosa Center is only three floors, so this is five, um, including the including the bottom like pillar and everything. If you're not from Vancouver. Google it. Yeah, the the Natten Floribosa Center. There you go. That's what it looks like. It looks like they wanted to make a skyscraper, but didn't get the approved planning. So they just like put it on its side instead. (laughs) Um, Anyways, um, so then she takes you guys upstairs to uh, floor number four, um, through the elevators and into your apartment, which um, it is very spacious. They've got a kitchen. Hold up. Uh, Pause. Are we the same apartment? We have to live together? Yes, you guys are all going to be living on site and you have your own private rooms and and so basically how it's split up is you've got a full kitchen there's a nice living room and the living room even has um other uh, older rift consoles with all their games uh big flat screen tv and then it's is there like off. a rift box one yeah there you go. <laughs> rift box series rift um they've got um two doors that extend into hallways on either side and there's two bedrooms and a washroom a full washroom on either side. So they'll split in half. Um, so you guys have a free free pick for your for your bedroom. Are the rooms now. all the same size? Uh, yeah, they're all the, the different kind of configurations um, because of the, the way like the washroom is in the hallway and things, but they're all they're all the same size. They all have a, a double bed, a desk, and a closet. Desk and chair. Can we decorate them however we like? Yeah. She says that these are these are your guys' rooms for the next two years. Please feel free to decorate however you like. Um, you can bring in 
um, whatever you like. And you'll notice as well in the closets, there is a little surprise for you guys as well. So this might actually, I should have said this first, is that this might take away your room choice a little bit because each one is uh, specified to you guys, but you guys can go check it out. In each one of the closets in the bedroom? or The, the closets? closets in the bedrooms. All right. So... Will we all go into one bedroom over the closet and then decide? <laughs> oh, that's not for me. And then, yeah, if you guys want to, do we have like a like assigned bedrooms or do we just have to look? Random. It's random. All right, you guys get to look together. Four bedrooms. Uh, because I'm dying to role play, I'm going to roll a four sided dice. Since Daniel said you never use your four sided <laughs> dice, and decide which bedroom we go in first. Bedroom number four. I also Bedroom got number four. four. Perfect. All right. Um, so you guys head down um, the hall on the left, and it's it's right um, at the end of the hall. So you've got – it's a pretty skinny hallway. On the right side is the full washroom. Left side is the other bedroom. And then end of the hall uh, is the last bedroom. And inside – Our first role in this epic adventure was to decide which bedroom we were. I'm sorry. How are you counting these rooms if the fourth one is on the left? One, two, two, three, four. You oh. count left to right like you read. This is New Olympus. Dylan has too many questions. It's He's a, asking it's a, us to ask questions. Point zero, point zero Islander or whatever is below the equator, right? So they count backwards there. Hold on. I actually left. drew out the apartment um, layout. <laughs> This is my very bad apartment layout. That's brilliant. Oh, is it clockwise? I was going to go in. Well, actually, I guess it would be like one, two, three, four. Okay, so you guys go down here. You're looking to your left, and you go down to the end of the hall here. Okay, great. Fantastic. I look in the closet. You open it up, and there is uh, a jumpsuit inside. Um, it's black and kind of a, a muted, uh, strong, foresty green color. Who does um, and it's got a little tag on it, and this is Abigail. Nice. It's right. me. That's for you. I'll check out the bedroom next door. Next door. Um, so this got, jumpsuit means um, this has to be Abigail's bedroom, right? It doesn't have to be. You guys can still move, but each one is is placed in a different room. So you've got uh, Abigail on uh, the far number four there, going down to number three, uh, opening up the closet. You've got a smaller jumpsuit, Tracy, written on it, and it's orange. Uh, moving across the hall, the one bedroom across from the bathroom, it's another uh, skinnier uh, jumpsuit, blue. It's got Asher's name on it, and then the last one is a bit bigger. Do you guys taller. follow us once you get your jumpsuits? No, I'm putting my room? I'm putting yeah. my my jumpsuit on. Putting it on, <laughs> yeah. Are why you not? coming with me? Or I have to lonely walk. I mean, I'm all excited because no, we all I'll go follow. to the first one. Sure, Yay! yeah, Yay! sure, yeah. Green. I'll go. No, I'll, oh, go so cool. I'll go. with Gray. And then you leave, you you stay there. He you... looks kind of lonely, so I feel like I oh, should you know follow what? him and give emotional support. Scra- scratch it. I'm I'm going with Gray. I guess I'll follow too. Go and um, in the last <laughs> in the last game. <laughs> We're in our own apartment. <laughs> We're all gonna uh, in the last one in the closet, um, there is one more jumpsuit, and it is taller for uh, a taller person, purple and black. Nice. And they all the jumpsuits are all kind of they come down to about about halfway down your forearm, so it has room for your armband cuffs, and they're made out of a material that you feel like you've never felt before ever it's very lightweight very lightweight the underarm black seems to be a different type of very like stretchy and movable material so it it extends from just above the elbow up through your armpit and down to the side to about mid thigh and it seems like it's great for movement it feels very cool light fabric material so these jumpsuits <clears throat> yeah got any questions about them yeah are they is it it's a one-piece jumpsuit like does it, does it go down to booties or does it just go down to 
like booties as in like shoes <laughs> <laughs> it goes down you know it goes down to ankle length so you've got you wait got we have to wear whatever and, um, shoes we wore here like if i were wearing like white runners i just stop wearing like my white nurse shoes i'm crazy he's not wearing those shoes but yes what i'm wondering also is how do we how do how do you get into them like do you, does the zipper up the back or up the front or on the side yeah, so or? they've got um they've got a through through the or is it like a Peter Parker uh, homecoming situation where you put on this sack, you slap your emblem, chest, slap your chest, and it all it's it's, it's not quite <laughs> like that where it, like vacuum seals around you, but it does seem like you guys can get into them very very easily, and it's it's not like. I, I imagine almost like, you know, wetsuit length, the wetsuit comes up to like right at the edge of your wrist. It's a bit before, a few inches before, right down to the edge of your ankles, but it's not like getting into a wetsuit is all. As you guys are pulling it on, it's very light and easy. It's like, it feels like putting on a regular pair of pants and it's almost as if they kind of just cinches up and tightens just around you very nice and easy. Um, okay. Completely. It is very form fitting, um, but it's also com- super comfortable. It feels nice and cool. It's not stuffy. It's or, or any. It doesn't feel like that rubbery, like hard to move around wetsuit. And I'm sorry, I, I missed it. Did you say that it zips up in the back or the front? Um, it, it would. It, it kind of zips up. In the, it's like zips up in the back, but it's not even really a zipper. It's more like a seal almost, and it just kind of like seals all oh. together. It's super yeah. high tech. Cool. cool. Awesome. I'm yeah. definitely getting into it right now. So am I. Me cool. too. I guess I also get changed. Wow. Buzzkill. <laughs> um, so cool. Um, and Ashley is still just, um, she's sitting in the living room waiting for you guys to come back out. But uh, when you do, she's like, there you go. Now you guys are looking like Rift employees and you're all nice jumpsuits. Um, so what we're doing with these. I jump on the table. Hmm? I jump on the table. <laughs> all right. Give me an agility. Give me an agility contest right now. <laughs> Oh my god, please. No. Oh please. No. Yes. Oh yeah, that's a one. <laughs> yes. Did you roll a natural one? <laughs> I did. I jumped out. I wanted to jump up and strike a pose. Alright, so you so one. You, um, so you go to jump up on the coffee table and, and, and the thought runs through your head really quick. It's like, I wonder how Rift affords to furnish all these nice apartments as you completely jump and fall and break through the cheap particle board coffee table, <laughs> Ikea style, and just shatter it. And there's a nice little glass glass thing of mints on it like your grandma used to have and that shatters and flies everywhere oh. and you break and basically from Ashley's point of view, she's sitting with her laptop out and was just looking and all of a sudden this random guy comes and cannonballs through the living room coffee table. <laughs> as, mint starts a selling point. Grandma used to always lick the mints, the little scotch mints, and then put them back. <laughs> she um, is just completely wide-eyed and she, she's like, oh my god. Uh, sorry, um, that did not go how I thought it would. Without thinking, I just go and I I, I see if he's okay. I uh, I help him up. I immediately go to Ash and I'm like, sorry, we'll try and fix it. She's um, kind of starting to giggle to herself. She goes, wow, and uh, oh my, you're just working for Riff. That is certainly a first. Good way to make a nice impact on your first day, I guess, eh? Sorry. Go J-Team! Make an impact on your ass. Um, <laughs> anyways... Um, <laughs> So, um, how do how do the suits feel? Good, thank you. Yeah, so this is um, a bit of a, a bit of a partnership we're doing right now is we're testing out this new um, synthetic material from Prototech. Um, you guys might know Prototech as the uh, tech company that Knight and Overhaul um, from the Vanguard fame. Um, mm. It's their. 
technology company and they're researching and developing this and um, they approached us and we're kind of a double. So you're QA testing both uh, the new Riftwalker and the games that we're providing and uh, and these jumpsuits. So um, the great thing about them is they're lightweight, easy, breathable and uh, antimicrobial as well. Machine washable, all that stuff. They don't so. shrink. And the dry. Don't shrink. They're pre-shrunk. You know? Nice. No, they're uh, very, very form-fitting. So, um, and we took your measurements, but as you can see, it's very, very nice and easy to move in. Do you guys, before we head down to have dinner and kind of wrap up day one here, do you have any questions at all for me? Uh, it's cool that we wear these to dinner, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, so basically, you guys will be wearing these. They're kind of your kind of your go to uniform. Um, we'll be these are just the one offs for now, but next week we're getting more shipments of all of them in. So, you guys will be wearing that to work for the next couple of days as kind of a uniform while we test it out, and then we'll have a laundry person come through on the weekend, clean them up, and we'll be delivering. I think everybody's getting three or four of them, but I'll check on that for you guys. Because I just want to say we look fantastic. I run back to my room and put my jacket on over top. Cool. And everybody else is all good then? Do you guys have any questions at all or should we go get uh, get some dinner? She's just checking her, checking the clock on her phone. And she goes, I think we might be able to make it before the rush right now. We can talk there as well if you want to. I'm hungry. Yeah. Dinner. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. So she brings you down um, to the cafeteria. There is uh, all sorts of different kind of like fake restaurants almost. They've got Italian, American um, all sorts of different cultures um, with all their kind of meal dish of the day. What do you guys, what do you pick? What's the, what's the meal that you guys have? Is there anything vegan? Yeah, yeah. There's um, vegan vegetarian options um, from each different restaurant as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. I want a salad bowl. Nice. Yeah. So they have a big old salad bar and everything. You guys I mean, can just come up. It's just completely random what you guys, it's just for flavor, literally. Yeah, salad sounds good. <laughs> Jazz face. <laughs> Steak. So you guys, everybody with their nice salads. Ashley also gets a salad and then Atticus sits down with his porterhouse mashed potatoes and <laughs> biscuits. No biscuits. I just look up and I'm like, it looks good. It is good. It's fantastic. Oh, wait, are you, are you, you don't eat meat? Not really. Okay. Hold up. We have a vegan gotta, and a vegetarian on this team? I mean, if I need to, then yeah, I will, but... Uh, it's fine. I'm just saying. Like, oh, no. I know who I'm hanging with for two years. Like, no. you, Would you prefer if I didn't eat it? I, no, 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 okay, no. I can, like, I I'm, I'm saying it looks good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let's eat. Nice. And as you guys are eating, Ashley asks them, do you guys have any questions about um, Rift or um, the team... About me, about the city, anything at all? Uh, what kind of game are we testing? Perfect. I'm glad you asked. Um, so you guys are have been chosen to test a um, multiplayer for our new uh, superhero simulation. I'm sure you guys have seen them before, the whole line of super games, which is one of the reasons why the, everybody we've hired doesn't have any powers. It's because we really want this new immersive rig to be kind of like a, a power simulation to see what it would be like as you were an actual superhero or if you had powers in day-to-day life. And J-Team has been selected to test out multiplayer components. So getting your friends over, everybody going in together, even doing things like like uh, mini games like King of the Hill or Team Deathmatch, things like that. So that's the type of stuff that you guys will be testing out for us. Does this like actually give us powers in the moment or 
like because we're all just regular people, right? So how? Well, how it, it's a video game, so but I it's mean, like virtual reality. The, the hope right? is that the hope is that it'll feel super real and that it will feel like you guys have powers. But I mean, once you come out again, it'll just be no offense, regular old you. <laughs> Do you have any powers? Me, no, I don't have any powers. My brother does. Um, he's quite the quite the speedster. Do we ever get any like free time to explore the city or just uh, check things out? Yeah. So um, generally, our our kind of day to day, we'll be working from nine nine thirty to about like four thirty five o'clock in the evening, um, and then there's always a bus route. You guys can walk down down the hill. Takes about 20, 30 minutes to walk down. And there's a strip mall with a pub and everything. And um, there's a bus that goes into the city there as well. So you guys are, I mean, you're kind of living on campus, but you're not being kept here or anything like that. Like you're free to free to roam. Sorry, question. What is the drinking age? Nula uh, <laughs> Business uh, uh, 18. Okay. Oh. 18? Wow. Alberta rules. Yeah, no, that's yeah. actually that's actually like pretty standard rest of the world rules. It's yeah, like that's true. Mm-hmm. you had a chance to throw a wrench in the works there. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, twenty nine. Oh, oh, would you look at that? That's ridiculous. There's going to be a whole lot of no, it's 18, drinking. 18, yeah, um, she says that. Um, yeah, down at the strip mall, there's a pub called the Black Bear Pub. Um, it's very very popular on Friday night beer o'clock. You know, head down to the Black Bear and any karaoke nights. <laughs> uh they do have they do have karaoke on um Mondays and Tuesdays, yeah. Mondays and Tuesdays are the worst nights. What's a karaoke on Monday? Better than Sunday. Oh, and it's it's Wednesday, by the way. Your first day, you're starting kind of midweek on a Wednesday. And you started late Wednesday afternoon, so they were just doing a tour, a little bit of onboarding, and then first official starting day was uh Thursday. Okay. What other kind of entertainment is there to do around here? Do you have like a movie room or a games room or a yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, that's the cafeteria doesn't take up the entire first floor. Um, so they've also got um, a common room and it also has gaming systems inside. They have a small screening room. It fits up to about 40, 50 people inside that. Also in the basement of the block, they've got uh, a, fit, a fitness room um, with a small pool as well. So they've got gym gym equipment, pool, um, all sorts of amenities. And then um, they've got the huge forest around and there's back behind the corporate building, there's a big soccer field. So there's plenty of walking and hiking trails around in the forested area as well. Cool. And what time do we get started tomorrow? Well, um, I will meet you guys tomorrow morning at 8.30 for breakfast. And then I'll take you guys over and we'll introduce the rest of the team and we'll get you all four of you into your rift walkers and started out working together. Cool. Alrighty. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, and she checks her, she checks her, um, uh, clock on her phone again. And she goes, I think that's going to be me for today. I'm going to try and beat the traffic back in um, into town. I live downtown, so always nice to beat the traffic. But um, if you guys are all good here, feel free to like introduce yourselves to each other and, and get talking because um, I mean, hopefully you'll be a, a team and best friends for the next two years or so. So she gives you a bit of a thumbs up and, and starts. No up. pressure. You're going to be best friends for the next two years. <laughs> any any questions before I go at all? Or I guess we'll see you tomorrow. Cool. Thank and you. she she heads off. She takes her salad to go. Thanks, Ashley. Have a good night. Thank you. You guys too. See you tomorrow. So, what's everybody's story? Well, uh, again, I'm Asher. Hi. Uh, Hi, Asher. I I took this job. I just wanted to, you know, see the world a little bit. Send some money home. Help out my mom. That's about it. Always heard about this place. Wanted to check it out. Cool. How are you, Abigail? Uh, well, 
I, I I took this job because I I just wanted to move away from my parents for a while. Uh, this is brand new territory for me, so I'm just excited to see what it's like to be on my own and to meet new people and to work here. About you, Asher? Sorry, Gray. Well, um, I played football. Uh, in college and uh, uh i was pretty good pretty good but um got a bit of an injury and and uh the the, uh, the pros didn't come calling like i thought they would so i've been uh, working for the last few years at a call center for a gym keeping in shape for that day when they were gonna they were gonna give me a call and uh they haven't really so i gotta try something new oh, i'm sure they will call you absolutely yeah you see me throw a ball it's spectacular okay and you should throw something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Asher, go for a pass. Go for a pass. And I pick up a roll. Oh, no. A what? A roll. Nice. Oh, There's, a dinner roll. There are other people starting to file in for their dinners right now as well. Um, you have, uh, it seems to be about a 50-50 split between people and also their jumpsuits, which you think are probably new recruits, um, and other just other employees with laptops. And, and okay, Asher, like go. Go. Go for a roll. All right. Or go for a run. I mean, go for, go for a pass. I look around and I got... Oh, okay. And I go for it. Uh, I head over towards the door, towards where the people are coming in. So how far away do you get? Like uh, 30 yards. All right. And I heave it. You heave it. All right. You can... Uh, <laughs> uh, sure, you can roll an agility contest and... Um, uh, un- unpowered, because you guys are just normal. Okay. That being said, Jack, I got a 19. So I dropped it right in the bread basket. 19 total? Yeah. 17 plus my precision. Oh, no, you want to do, um, you, no, 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 you want to roll, um, that's actually, yeah, that's, 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 that'll be fine. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make you roll the catch it then. It would be better to do it like that. So yeah. yeah. And you just nice, nice, tight spiral, as tight as a spiral you can get on a piece of garlic. It just goes above the hanging lights. I make a jump for 19. I don't think you have to. I think it just drops. Oh yeah, that's true. It just oh, you know, you 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 actually no, that's exactly what I do. I open my mouth and I catch it in my mouth and I eat Yeah. It. And the whole cafeteria erupts in cheers and clapping. And I just give up. I didn't, didn't even tell you what I hit on the agility, so <laughs> no, I wasn't going to make you because uh, it was it would be better to do it as like a roll it as an attack roll type thing than agility. So Abby. Just like, wow, that was that was really cool. Slow clapping. Hey, the bread's actually pretty good here. It is. That's not bad. Pre buttered and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's sourdough. Ooh. And it's warm. I'm hungry. It's yeah. just it's slightly it's slightly squishy and you just ate like that crisp no. outside. You're welcome, like, buddy. <laughs> All right, so that's that's me. What about you, Beck? She cringes at being called Beck. Uh, I, like I said, my name is Tracy. I grew up my parents and older sister are all involved in the military and i am here now that's it i was gonna say these are four riveting stories that we have here jack are we done for the day tell us um you guys can keep talking right now or we can wrap and go to the next morning Wrap and go to the wrap it up. All right, cool. So oh I hope you guys like the by the way that I gave you all separate bedrooms. Originally I was gonna do bunk beds but um thank you Okay, so anyways, um, so you guys go off um, back up to your apartment, um, and one of the cool things that they showed you is that the armband that you guys got, it's basically your in and out for everything. So you don't even have keys, you just kind of like, and it opens up the door for you. And we're going to lose this in a month? After after they switch you over to key card system, that the rest, everybody else has those kind of like hanging ID cards, 
all the other employees. So after they need to stop monitoring you, they'll switch you over to the key card system where you'll swipe you. It's, it's the same like chip inside. Anyways, um, kind of going off uh, to the next morning, you guys go down at 8.30 promptly and Ashley is already there and she's uh, typing away at one of the tables on her laptop and she's got her coffee next to her. Good morning, team. How's everything going? Great. Good. Let's go. Awesome. Well, um, you guys might want to grab some breakfast first, but uh, then we can uh, get to it. We'll be So what we'll be doing today is we'll be uh, meeting the rest of the team, and um, we will be putting you guys into your first uh, multiplayer session all together. Awesome. All right. Yay. Cool. cool. Um, I so go you guys, get myself a smoothie. I grab some fruit. Oatmeal. An apple and a cup of nice. tea. All good. Breakfasts. Actually, I, I do. They have the the hot sourdough rolls again. <laughs> Those are a lunch and dinner thing, unfortunately. Oh come on! Do they have any kind of bread? Oh yeah, they've got they've got like fresh baked like muffins and scones and stuff. Okay, I want like a like a bun or something. I can cut it open, put some scrambled eggs in it. Oh yeah, they they even have breakfast sandwiches. Um, and once you guys are all done, uh, Ashley walks you guys back over, um, and straight back up again to room three ten. And this time the room's a little bit different. So the the whole facility it's got the big kind of basic concrete flooring, uh, regular walls. Um, the door to the room has a little porthole in it. Um, and as she leads you guys in, there's four pods set up. Three of them still have this plastic drape over them. And you can hear as you guys are approaching the door um, and looking into the room that basically a little bit of a heated argument going on between Dr. Baker and uh, Francesco Miller. And they're arguing about not being set up on time. <laughs> they're kind of going back and forth about it. Um, and Ashley kind of just gives you a little like silent finger as a um, little shush as um she brings you guys into the room um, and you see Francesco. He's like, they're supposed to be set up all four of them today. I don't understand. We need this now. And Dr. Dr. Baker is like, yeah, we're getting on it. I'm sorry about that. But there's nothing we can really do at this point. So and at that point, Francesco sees you guys. He uh, kind of stops for a second and fixes his hair a little bit, brushes it back. And he goes, good morning, J-Team. How's it going? I uh, I go... Hi, can we help with anything? Unless you know how to set up this very advanced proprietary technology, unfortunately, no, probably not. So, would you got one of them working? Yeah. So, uh, Maggie here, volunteer. <laughs> he laughs a little bit. Um, he he jerks his head over and he goes, Maggie here, and he jerks his head at um the one like pod that's set up, and um you see a little head poke out from the back, and she looks like she's like plugging in all sorts of stuff in the back. And um, he goes, Maggie here, didn't get them all set up on time so uh looks like we're gonna be going one by one today and then tomorrow we'll have to do our first actual multiplayer session sorry for the disappointment team and he kind of storms off at that point and then uh as he kind of leaves maggie kind of comes out again she's looking around she's seems pretty excited circumstances being what they are that she's got it all set up and she goes yeah, sorry about that, guys. But I do got one set up, so we can we can go one at a time. I'll do it. Get you guys to <laughs> get you guys uh, in there one at a time, and then by tomorrow, I promise I'll have everything set up. But Maggie is um, she looks like she's probably in her mid twenties, and she's just in casual like jeans and a hoodie. And she introduces herself. She goes, "My name's Maggie Hawald. Um, I'll be your guys's Riftwalker technician. I'll be running you guys through the simulations of the game designers." Maggie, what? Maggie Hawald. How old? <laughs> no, uh, how old? Uh, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> um, yeah, so she gestures to um, another terminal off to the side, and she says that she'll be she'll be running you guys through the. Um... <laughs> 
auditory medium. That large fan you just heard was Chad attempting to throw his Pepsi bottle into the recycling, and it didn't make it. He rolled a nat one. Yeah, Chad rolled a nat one for the second time. Get me in the the Rift Walker thing. Yeah, so so Maggie says she'll be um, running simulations sent down from the game designers. And once again, we apologize for only being able to do one at a time, and then she kind of eyes Atticus a little bit, and she goes, do I have any volunteers yes. to go? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. It's an aggressive amount of yeses. Yeah. So, I'm assuming you guys are all in your jumpsuits again? Yes. Yep. Yes. It's our uniform. Why would we not be yes. in uniform? That's true. Um, so, she goes, um, so, um, if you could please remove any, besides your armband and your jumpsuit, any external shoes, socks, any jewelry you have on, anything like that, it's got to come off. So, we're, we have bare feet? For now. Eventually, your jumpsuits will have boots and gloves as well, because they, they want it to be a, a full body, but for now we just have this. So um, any any sort of bulky clothing won't really work inside as the pod um, is a bit of a tight fit once calibrated properly, but also any jewelry or anything like that could be uh, could interfere with it on the inside electronics. So armbands are okay because they're... Maggie, is there anywhere that I can keep my necklace? I've never taken it off and it's my family heirloom. I don't want to lose it. Um, unfortunately, you will have to take it off. We can keep it right next to us on the terminal, but um, you will have to take it off while inside. Okay, I hesitantly take it off. Okay, well you can you can leave it on until it's your turn as well. Like you don't have to take it off just yet. Okay, I put it back on just while you're inside. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry about that. Uh, she goes, um, is it Atticus? No, just Gray is fine. Oh, that's a weird way to. Pro- oh no, your last name Gray. Oh, okay. <laughs> she leads you over, and um, it's this big red and black pod. It almost looks like the uh, Captain America pod in the first Avenger, except uh, no porthole on the front at all. Um, and it, it opens up much in the same way, and it's got a cushioned exterior, but also all sorts of lights and electronics and on the shell in front all sorts of diodes and blinking lights and and things like that she goes if you could just um what's the sound it makes when it opens it's like a yeah and there's even like a little bit of steam smoke or anything that comes out there is actually a little bit of steam and smoke and she's like that's not even needed that's not even needed it's just special effects That took 15 years of proprietary research to get that nice smoke buildup. Don't inhale, though. It's completely toxic. It will kill <laughs> Wow. Uh, anyways, um, so they get you to lie down. Um, it's it's on an angle, uh, about a 45-degree angle, so you can kind of like climb up and stand, and then you just got to sit and lie down in it. She goes, you, you're all good with this? Yeah? Yeah, hook me up. Let's go. Cool. Um, so you see her um, at the terminal next to it. She types in a few things and she loads up and then the cover of it comes down over top and it makes that kind of mnemonic like seal. Um, it goes almost almost completely pitch black inside. You see a little bit of the of the lights and electronics, diodes and things like that. And Maggie's voice comes over a speaker saying, all right, how are you doing in there? I'm doing fine. It's all fine. It's really dark. I think I got to pee. Well, you probably should have gone beforehand. <laughs> Am I strapped in at all, or I'm just sitting on the thing? You no, know, it's thing? there's um, kind of uh, indents for where your hands would go with sensors on them, and um, where your feet press into the bottom as well, which they're all adjustable in length and size for whoever uh, gets in it. And as you sit back, there's all sorts of diodes and the headrest and, and things like that. So you just kind of got to sit and lie in there. And then she says, "Yeah, so we." Um, 
we can get started if you're ready. As you put your fingers down on, you can feel like an electric hum and buzz through them. And um, she goes, all right, I'm starting it up. And with that, everything actually goes pitch black. And then all of a sudden, there's a huge wash of colors over and over and over again. You then... Jack, is there a monitor that we're watching it through? Yeah, can we see any? Can we yeah, see she's got um, she's got dual monitors up, so you can kind of see you can see this wash of colors, and it's a little bit like tough to really understand what's going on. And then as uh, Atticus opens his eyes, you can see basically a first person. It's a little disorienting for you guys for what you're watching at first, but you guys can see that you're basically seeing from his point of view in the game. So from a first person point of view on her external monitor. Oh, okay. And then she's running all sorts of different lines of code um, and information. Um, it looks. Like a whole bunch of gibberish to you guys and she's typing away on the left side and Atticus you open your eyes and you're standing on a rooftop you feel amazing you feel super energized and strong you look down at your body and you're in a black and red and gold costume with a billowing cape out the back you feel fantastic the sun's setting over this generic looking city Um, you seem to be in some sort of downtown area yeah and you feel just amazing like muscles coiled and tight and ready to go but still being relaxed at the same time i have a i have a question yeah this rift rocker pod thing if can you are you going to be able to buy this to be like in your living room yeah yeah it's supposed to be a fully immersive gaming rig so there's still it, it, this it still looks like a prototype version it looks quite clunky and big but um they showed you on your guys's first onboarding session they showed you guys some concept art of it and it looks much sleeker and much nicer and it seems like it could when not in use almost like a sarcophagus kind of folds up and just sits on the wall and then when you use it it kind of slides out on a diagonal for you. So it is kind of compact. It will be eventually, but this prototype version that you guys are QA testing is uh, very clunky and there's like wires coming out the back. And yeah, anyways, uh, Maggie's Maggie's voice comes on again for you, Atticus. And she goes, um, so um, Mr. Gray, how are you feeling? I feel great. Where's the yeah. bad guys? Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get to that. Um, can you uh, give us a, give us a flex, move your body around a little bit? Like, does it, is it, is it feeling real? Does anything feel off at all? Nope. And so I start doing some jumping jacks and a couple of burpees. Oh, burpees! You worst. feel like you're you feel like you're jumping higher. Um, it's it's just easy. It's so easy for you. You're not even breaking a sweat while doing it. And you hear can I can I jump really high and see if I can? fly? Yeah. So you jump really high up. And um, why don't you give me a? Um, I feel like you might just jump off the roof. <laughs> I kind of want to tell you how to metagame. Don't then don't metagame. I'm not stupid. Just remember what that happened the last time you tried to jump on Exactly. Something. So I, I just yeah, jump so up and, and come straight down. Um, give me an intelligence contest. That <laughs> <laughs> one. Oh, oh, come on. Come on. Seriously. Not one. Yeah. Seriously? Yes. Um, yeah, so you, you kind of jump right in the air and just you're trying to try things out. And you do jump. You probably jump eight, nine feet off the ground. Off the roof? No, not off the roof. No, <laughs> that's um, – and yeah, and she goes, so how, how's it going? Like you just straight up in the air and you come back down. You land a little hard, but again, it doesn't even hurt or anything. She goes, uh, what you what you trying to do there? Uh, just trying to see what I can do. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got a simulation coming up for you. And as she's saying that, you hear people yelling in the alleyway below. Do you do you like look over and, and look yes. at them? Or? 
Yeah, so you look, and there's a guy backed up against the chain link fence in the alley below, and there's um, two other guys kind of cornering him. One of them is putting on a pair of knuckle dusters, and the other one has an aluminum baseball bat. And you're only about three stories off the ground, so you can still hear them, but you can hear one of them go, this is what happens when you don't pay us back, man, as he's coming closer. And Maggie comes on over the um, over the comms again, and she goes, all right, so it looks like the game designers have sent over a basic revenge mission here, and it looks like we've got you in for a little bit of super strength you're testing out and uh an energy force field hey that's pretty cool hey um so yeah if you um if you want to go on down and and save the day so do i have this energy force field around me right now yeah you can feel as she's saying that you can feel it's almost like flexing it's a bit weird to describe but it's almost like flexing a muscle that you didn't know you had before and as you do you just like and this golden field kind of starts waving off of you. Cool. Okay. So it's three stories down. So like 30 yeah. feet. Yeah. Is there a, like a, like a, a ladder or anything or. Yeah. There's a to- fire escape on the, on the side of the building. It's an older like brick building down to the alleyway. Below. Okay. So I'm just going to yell, Hey, Hey, and run down there. Uh, so you start running down and these guys, they look up at you and they're like, what the hell is going on here? And they start kind of sauntering over as you as you come down. You're like, you want a piece of this guy too? You're going to have to wait for us to be done. So when I'm low enough down the fire escape, I jump down the rest of the way. All right. So you leap down and you land. You do a nice superhero landing. Hard right? on the knees. And they're like, hey, you listening? If you want him, you just got to wait your turn. I said, no, you wait your turn. I slam him into the wall. Epic. All right. You can rule a strength contest for me. And this is using your powered. This is using your powered skills. Okay. 29. 29. You easily, like almost one-handed, pick this guy up and just put him into the wall. And there's cracks forming in the brickwork behind. And it's it feels like it's just throwing a rag doll around to you practically as you put him in. And he slumps. And immediately he's like, oh, like head goes back. And the other guy comes up to you and he's like, hey, don't touch my friend. And he goes and swings his bat down on you. What's your defense? Uh, two, so 12. Nice. And he swings this bat down and just cracks it. So you've got him up pinned against the wall and he cracks along your back and shoulder. Um, and he deals uh, six points of damage. But as he comes and swings down, you feel that it's almost like your field around you like catches it or batters it away. And you feel the pressure but you don't feel any pain from it. It's like it almost bounces off and he like kind of looks wide-eyed at you. And he does six points of damage? Yes, six points of damage. Okay, so do I also feel a little energy surge from that? Yes, you do. You feel almost almost a little bit more powerful, right? And you feel like maybe the adrenaline's running and you don't even know how to describe it, but he just hits you and you're like just wanting more. You're pumped up and ready to go. Okay, I'm just going to punch him. Nice. Roll to attack. Oh, nat 20. <laughs> All right, so with a net 20, you're going to do full damage plus your uh, at, uh, attack roll on top of that. What's your damage from your hand-to-hand? A 2d10. Nice, so you're going to do a full 20 damage. But it, my energy thing around my fist as well, does it does half of, plus half of whatever my damage is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 25 is maximum, or no, sorry, it's 30 is maximum damage. Yep, so that's 30, and then, and then you roll the 2d10 on top of that. Three, oh, a 10. So 13, so 43. So you basically, this guy like hits with the bat and you see that the bat has like a dent and a bit of a bend in it. You slump, the other guy slumps down as you drop him. And just with a powerful uppercut, you hit the guy 
causing him to go up off his feet. Shoes come flying off and he even goes over the chain link fence onto the other side of the alleyway and crumples into a heap on the ground. And the guy that was backed up against the alleyway, he's in a jacket and jeans and he's like, oh, oh, that was fucking awesome, man. (laughs) What's your name? Atomic. Sick. And he goes and he gives you like a nice fist bump. And uh, and high five, and he gives you like the bro hug. He's like, "Thanks for <laughs> thanks for saving my life, man." No problem. And then he uh, tell all your imaginary game friends. <laughs> <laughs> he takes off running down the alley, and um, you hear Maggie's voice, and she goes, "That was that was very successful. Good job. Thank you. Are you um are you ready to come back now? Yes. Everybody right. else should try this. This is incredible. We'll get you to return to baseline and we'll bring you back. Okay. So can you do that to post for us? And uh, everything you guys see on the monitor, everything goes black and you see that wash of color again and the doors start opening up. There opens up again. You get that nice smoke effect goes and you open your eyes and you're back and you feel drained and exhausted. You feel absolutely, <laughs> you feel like you have like the worst hangover ever in your entire oh, life. Oh, no. You feel like you just ran a marathon and then Put somebody just in. asked you to run another marathon. You feel like you can hardly oh, even get no. out weak and just drain. Guys, guys you got to try this. It was worth it. It was worth it. Please, somebody carry me to the couch. But it was um, worth it. Dr. Can Baker I a, comes over and he he helps you. And he can goes, I have okay, some we're gonna, smoothie? <laughs> Here, have some of my smoothies. <laughs> um, Dr. Baker um, comes comes over and he helps you out. And um, he goes, okay, we're going to get you all checked out medically. Make sure there's no adverse effects at all. But um, how was that? It was fantastic. Come on, you guys got to try it. Like somebody else, go in there. This was great. And uh, you, were, you were in there for like an hour and a half. It's like time just... Wow flies yeah you trying out everything it felt like it was 10 minutes yeah it's it's like one of those things where time just flies you felt like you're only in there for like 10 15 minutes but like trying out your powers doing things like that they ran you through lots of uh tests before you actually had the revenge set up cool and you are and you are drained that's awesome asher or or tracy do you guys want to go first yeah looks sick do it man this is way better than catching a roll in your mouth do it. Cool. Right. Uh, so uh, Asher's Asher's next. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So they get you all situated. They uh they have to. There's almost a foot height difference in between you two. So they have to move around the uh, hand pads and the the feet and 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 the head rest a little bit. But they get you all situated inside. Um, and then they do the same like seals up over top. And then you guys see on the monitor they've got you uh some orange slices and a juice box, Dad, as you're sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> like a towel around my neck and i'm just (laughs) while you guys are while you guys are watching dr baker has taken um your your arm and your arm bed and he's plugged like a usb cable into it and he's downloading all the all the data from it and just making sure that like all your vitals throughout the or so he's checking you out that way um and doing basic uh physical check as well yeah so asher you have the same effect the complete blackness everybody sees on the screen and you see a wash and a rainbow of colors and you wake up and open your eyes and you're situated crouching holding on to the rafters and the truss of a warehouse and you open your eyes and you feel like tightly coiled like almost like a spring You Mm -hmm. feel like very, very, uh, not super energized, but like just coiled and like ready to pounce. And you also notice immediately everything feels like all the colors are brighter to you. Everything is sharper, more in focus. You can hear the dripping of water like across the, uh, across the warehouse. You can hear cars rolling outside. Uh, you can smell the musky stench of the old rundown abandoned warehouse. How high up am I right now? 
Oh, you're probably probably like 40 feet up. It's like a pretty big old rundown warehouse that you're in. And you're, and you're in those like those like triangle rafter truss up at the top. So you're feeling really good. And Maggie's asking again, like, hey, how's it how's it going? How are you feeling? Feeling great. Yeah, can I yeah. come up? I come up beside Meg and like, dude, it feels like fantastic, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you can you can hear his voice like kind of off in the distance. And um Dr. Baker is like, ah, 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 Atticus, Atticus, I need to continue with this. You kind of like give him hell, Asher. Give him hell. With with your arm like a still attached to the computer you're you're like leaning in yeah so so maggie's like all right so we've got um looks like your character has been tracking these hitmen and right as she says that the doors at the end of the warehouse they kind of burst open and these two guys and all black outfits with rifle bags um, kind of run in. They run almost directly underneath of where you're situated and they start opening up the bags and start assembling these rifles and guns. And she, Maggie says, so it looks like uh, this mission that I sent over, you've been tracking these hitmen for a while and it's up to you to take them out before they go out and um, assassinate their target. Okay, so they're right underneath me? Yeah, they're, they're basically uh, like a few feet in front, but they're um, essentially, it would be like a, a hop out and, and straight down from you. I'm basically going to backflip off this and try and land on one of them, like knee to the back. Excellent. Um, so yeah, using your using your power skills, do you want to give me an agility contest? Yeah, 40 feet up. That's so cool. Um, 34. 34. Yeah, nice. So you definitely like take this leap backwards off as you almost like a high diver as they jump and leap down and you situate yourself in such a way that as you land down on the guy all your impact is basically absorbed and pressed through him as you hit and roll out of it and he was leaning over his rifle and basically you just crunch right on the back of his neck as his head snaps down and hits the pavement and completely knocks him out and the other Mm -hmm. guy goes Oh shit! And he like, also partially removes his spine. He literally <laughs> feet up. The Mortal Combat finisher. Fatality. Uh. Is he? Uh, yeah. So he cracks down, and his buddy, um, as you as you roll out of it, he he levels his gun right at you and goes to fire. What's your defense? Um, sixteen, but I can also dodge. Yes. Um. So the dodging is on automatic wins, like automatic attacks. So this is I still need to roll to attack. Oh, just under. So, um, yeah, he he levels his rifle that he just finished like uh, building up and hits you with a, a burst fire as you manage to to roll away mm-hmm. from it. Your defense is six, sixteen. That's great. All right, what do you want to do? I'm gonna angle like to roll towards him. Okay, actually, uh, like I'm gonna slide in feet first, straight for the shins. Oh, nice. So you're trying to trying to take him out and off his feet. Yeah, cool. Okay. Do you want to give me a attack roll as you're running in towards this? Yeah, sure. Hold on. Like uh, attack just straight D20, right? Yeah, D20 plus your accuracy bonus. Plus accuracy. Um, ten. Nice. Yeah. So that's um, they got these guys are just basic straight up guys. So yeah, you slide right into him. Basically, sweep his feet from, and he falls kind of forward into the side of you. Also coming down, and you hear general damage as well. Uh, yep. Yeah, it'd be your hand to hand damage. Uh, two. Okay. <laughs> so you can, you kind of slide into him and you, and you hear like his, the rubber of the soles of his feet grating across the concrete as he falls and falls hard on his knees and then straight down onto the gun. And the gun even fires off a few more times as it goes down, barely missing you. And then, uh, do you want to roll a census check for me? Sure. 
23. As you're picking yourself up out of this, you think immediately that you need to dodge and you're in danger again. Do I have a sense of a direction of like what I need to avoid? Behind you and above you. Is there something? Um, you, have, you have a spidey sense? I'm uh Peter Tingle. You got a Peter Tingle. I'm cutting a hard... Uh, d- which way did the guy fall? So you basically swept his legs out from under him. He falls down into your left side. And then as you get up and face him, there's something in the far back behind you. So you're facing him. He's straight down in front of you. And then there's something behind you that you know is going to be... Is dangerous. All right. I'm going to dive roll directly to my right. Cool. Do you want to give me another agility contest? Not 20. Nice. So you, um, so you're standing right in front of this guy and right at the last second you dive out of the ray, right as a burst of bullets comes and fires through and it clips the ground straight up into the legs of the other guy that you just knocked over this mm-hmm. burst fire. I did like a split second where you're standing before. And as you roll and tuck, you see a third guy standing up on the, also on the truss, one of the opposite ones from where you were. Um, and he's aiming down with a rifle. Uh, so he's on like that 40 foot truss up. Kind of thing. Yes, yeah. So he's up there, um, and he's aiming down with a rifle, and he just shot his teammate uh, all up in the legs. Is there uh, like scaffolding around me that I can? Uh... Yeah, there's old warehouse shelving, and um, that extends up quite uh, quite high up. Uh, scaffolding, shelving, all sorts of uh, boxes and crates that look like they're kind of rotting away and abandoned. Right. I'm immediately gonna try and tuck in behind some scaffolding or something to give me some cover, and then climb. Okay, so we'll get you one more contest here as you're kind of deftly climbing up. On agility? Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Not one. Oh, so you essentially, you kind of rolled, and as this guy was shooting, you rolled up behind the shelving and started to climb up. And um, you, the first box that you take just crumbles and cracks, uh, spilling a bunch of old ball bearings out and just less loud cacophonous, like trickle of noise. And immediately there's another burst of fire off in your direction. It's still missing you, but um, basically firing right through the boxes. And you see sparks and, and all sorts of pings happen as the bullets hit into the box of steel ball bearings. Is there shrapnel around me, like anything handheld? Uh, the box that you just kind of broke and, and tore open, you've got these, um, like the slats of the box okay. with like the nails, old nails sticking out of them. I'm going to try and throw one of these at the guy to at least like try and distract him or like catch him off guard so I can cut in a little closer. So you want to roll an attack? Um, plus accuracy 19. Ooh, nice. So as these ball bearings will shatter um, and fall out over top of you and down, you do another kind of lookout and you throw almost like a boomerang flies perfectly through the air around and you hear it clip him right in the head. Do you want to roll? um, So you roll 1d10 for the damage off that. Uh, Four. And you hear a thunk. And then you hear the sound of a gl- of a gun clatter to the ground again it goes off in a, a little burst fire and then a huge slump as this guy falls out of the truss from above amazing and maggie goes that was that was really really impressive man good job pretty good i just kind of look up into the sky and give a thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> Tracy nods in approval. <laughs> All right. You, you ready to come back or you want to run around a little bit more? I go up and try and do a wall flip off of uh, some of the uh, like some of the shelves around. Okay. <laughs> I'll make you do another agility contest. Um, like a run up the wall and a flip? Yeah, 25. Nice. Yeah, you'd like... It feels like just for a split second, it's almost like you're just fully running up the wall. It's easy for you. You're just like one, two, three, and then you kick off. And this big, amazing 
double backflip as you and, and then land deftly on your feet and you're just bouncing around. You feel nice, light. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have fun with this. All right. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we'll get you to return back to your baseline. Uh, we'll get you to do the T-pose for us and they bring you out. It turns all black again and a wash of color and the pot opens up and you feel also pretty drained. You feel weak and kind of gangly, almost like your limbs are out of place and like you don't know what to do with them. But uh, Dr. Baker again helps you out and he's like, hey, how's uh, how's that? Wow. You guys got something here. Yeah. It feels nice and nice and real visceral. Yeah. Amazing. All right. So we'll, we'll take you back over. And as, as they're taking back over, you notice as well, everything feels like desaturated, like all the colors have died down. You, you feel almost deafened and muffled and you can't smell as, as well. Like everything just feels like almost like if a, if a bag was put over your head, everything's a little muffled and quiet again. It's that weird yellow filter on so many films <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that's what it kind of feels like all desaturated and less vibrant <laughs> real life is just yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> everything is just yellow so wait 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 what did you call yourself i, I the guy asked me i picked my college nickname but what do you call yourself um the dusk fox Ooh. Ooh. i like it again and this is another like his was a bit shorter, maybe like 45 minutes to an hour. Like, uh, but it's so they, they get you to run through kind of basic things um, and then put you through the level scenario. But Dr. Baker unplugs Atticus's armband and uh, plugs you in and starts downloading all your information as well. Yes, we can do Tracy next. Me and my nine sets of dice will hopefully not let you down. No nat ones. Uh, we trolled a nat 20, so... No pressure. No pressure. So just as they're kind of setting uh, Tracy up and they're they're again kind of maneuvering it to be a little smaller a little small <laughs> uh, just a little well it's got to be another six inches smaller so um and maggie's like um we might have to it might be a little awkward getting in this one sorry about that tracy yeah and, and ashley says um if you guys want we could actually break for lunch right now and come back afterwards and um and finish it up it can make a little bit more time to kind of get this all set up here is that okay with you guys sure. yeah because it's, it's it's around like noon now i, I gotta have food but i'm dying to see what the girls can do It's Emily Matchett here to thank you for listening to Legends, a superhero story issue number one. Uh, First things first, uh, I'd like to thank you for your patience and and apologize for the sound quality. It's not great right now, but I promise you that it does get better as we get used to recording and editing and upgrade our equipment. Uh, Secondly, if you want to check us out on social media to stay updated, you can look at at the Legends cast. And for more info on the book itself, you can check out at Match Play Games or our website, www.matchplaygames.ca. Hey, all. Seahad here. We're super excited to be able to share this game with the world after working on it for the past three years. We plan on publishing it in the summer of 2021 and are excited to announce that we have a limited number of playtester opportunities available prior to the final version being set. Whether you're new to RPGs, a level 18 rogue, or just love the game of life itself, we'd love to hear from you. Check out the playtester application link on our website, www.matchplaygames.ca, and we'll be in touch. Only those with tights and a cape need apply.
All right, just a couple more things before we get back into the action. I want to let you know that if you tweet about the show using hashtag the Legends cast, we just might name an NPC after you. And then you'll be in the world of New Olympus forever. Uh, we also want to let you know if you leave a review for our podcast, we would love it. Four or five stars. We're not that picky. And if you do leave a review, you could win a copy of the book. We will be randomly selecting a reviewer once a month to get a copy of Legends of the Superhero role-playing game. Don't forget to subscribe, and until next time, stay vigilant. All right, so you guys are um, at lunch, and um, you notice that uh, the other kind of new recruits in their jumpsuits, it seems like uh, the majority of them also seem kind of really tired and down as well from their sessions. Seems like a very, very draining process. But um, you guys get an hour for lunch. Do you, do you have any questions for Ashley before you guys get back to it? Um, why am I so drained? I was lying down the whole time. Ashley says um, that might be a bit more of a, of a Dr. Baker question, but um, they, they said that it might be since it's such a new experience and it really like it's activating all sorts of different centers of your brain and, and things like that. And also at the same time, there seems to be some correlation between the movement you think you're making in your head and the muscles you're moving in your body. So even when you're not actually physically moving, it seems like it's still engaging them in certain ways. So yeah, so that's why we, we we've, that's one of the things that we're trying to address to make it. I mean, the less real we make it, the less drain on your body there is, but then also the less real it feels. Do you know what I mean? Excellent. Let's go. All righty. Should we, should we get back to it? Tracy and Abigail, it's your guys' turn. I grab another smoothie just in case. Respectable. There's always smoothies as well. Salad and smoothie bars all the time. Nice. Just all everywhere. Right. Just littered around the campus. So uh, as you guys uh, make your way back to it, uh, Maggie and uh, Dr. Baker both stayed in uh, for their lunches. Dr. Baker's running all sorts of data and Maggie was trying to get the other one set up. Unfortunately, uh, there's still some fine tuning to do. So she says, um, so we're just going to stick with the solo sessions for today, but I promise you guys you'll have your first multiplayer. Everybody will get in there tomorrow. How does that sound? It's great. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. And we said we're starting next with Tracy? Yes, ma'am. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, Tracy, um, I've got it all set up now for you if you want to hop in. Go get it back. She grimaces again at being called back. She, like, has to climb in, I'm assuming, a little bit because she's, like... A little so bit. Um, you see that maybe while you guys are out at lunch, Maggie, uh, from the janitor's closet um, in the room, got a little step stool. Excellent. Um, all right. Let's do it. All right. Um, so again, like the shoop, the pneumatic uh, seal goes on. Uh, everything is dark, and uh, you hear Maggie's voice. She goes, "You're all, you're all good to go." Yeah. Awesome. All right. Let's go. And she types in a little command on her on her keyboard and presses enter, and everything goes black, and you see the waves and waves and waves of color once again. Uh, you open your eyes, and you're in a cafe, and something right away feels very different to you. Before you put your finger on it, is that you are giant you feel humongous basically and uh you 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 feel like you're towering over the other people i reach for my coffee and i just like totally misjudge the distance that my arm can reach <laughs> yeah you knock over your coffee cup and oh yeah once again you you're, you feel like you're kind of like almost leaning into the chair as you're sitting and trying to fit because you're you're so tall you feel 
immensely strong. You feel like like you have to use great, great restraint just trying to pick up the coffee cup and not crumple it into your hand at all as you feel so solid and built. Excellent. And and Maggie once again comes on and she goes, So um Tracy, how's uh how are you feeling? Tall. <laughs> tall. Oh, okay. Any anything anything else? Lanky? Lanky, okay. I feel tall and lanky. <laughs> well I, me at dance calls. I feel me every um, day. Fine, I guess. A little uncomfortable. This is this is new. Yes, yeah, I'm. I'm sure it will be. So, um, it looks like the designers have sent through, uh, and she gets cut off as an explosion across the street. What feels like an explosion behind you? You kind of got your back to the window of this cafe coffee shop, and this huge dust cloud breaks through, and the window blows out, and this explosion basically it knocks almost everybody off their feet in the cafe, except for you. You're still kind of just sitting, just solid sitting there. What do you do? I, I turn around and I see what, where it was coming from. It seems like the um, the building across the street, just something hit it, something exploded into it, something exploded out of it, and it has collapsed. And as the dust is starting to settle and clear, all of a sudden you hear the beginning of screaming. And um, you can see across the street there's metal rebar and a big concrete wall that seems to have collapsed and is being just propped up on some metal rebar and beams and there seems to be like people almost trapped underneath it doesn't seem like it's trapped them like actually pinned them but they're like almost in this like concrete cage sort of thing. i run over and i probably trip a little bit because i have very long legs now <laughs> yeah so you you like you stand up and you knock the table over and as you as you and uh you, you hit your head on the doorway on the way out and uh no i'm just kidding you're not that oh, big. fashion for running style after ezra miller in justice league <laughs> <laughs> uh no yeah you're only you're only like six feet but it's still a huge difference to be about a foot taller well, you add a foot on your limb so exactly so so you're you're all kind of gangly and awkward as as you're running over and all these people are running away from this big dust cloud and, and rubble while you're running towards it. And um, you see there's probably five or six people underneath and there those rebar and concrete is making almost a cage for them and they have hardly any room to move and they're just crying and pleading for somebody to help them out. I want to lift the thing off of them. Cool. So you estimate that this is probably going to weigh like ooh, 20, 25 tons, but you can go ahead and make a strength contest for me. It's just too many choices for dice. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. to choose. Black. It's bad. I'm blaming you. <laughs> uh, not horrible. But also, so like 14 plus 21 is uh oh, is uh 35 yes so um even though you estimate that this is like it, it's like the side wall of a building you just like it's almost like you crunch your fingers into the concrete itself as you like lift and then manage to get it up and over your head as all these people run out from underneath it and you've got it you've just got it pinned above your head and it doesn't even feel heavy to you it feels manageable and like you're holding like almost like a sandbag above your head cool can you, can you give me a census check uh 27 27 nice there is as as everything is kind of calming down you realize that you kind of recognize the sound 
of the explosion. It seemed like it was some sort of high caliber round. And as you're kind of turning with this above your head, you see down the street about a half block away is some sort of mech robot thing, probably about 10, 12 feet tall. And it's stomping and crushing concrete below it and walking forth. And it's got a big artillery gun for one arm. How far away is it? It's probably like half a block. It's like, it's like, I would like three, to throw two, three this big down. chunk of concrete at it. Nice. Do you want to roll to attack? Sure. uh, I get plus my accuracy though, right? You do fight training. Oh, right. Uh, But uh, fight training, the 10 have, right? Not. So you hurl this like huge concrete wall down the street and it falls just a little bit short, but just enough for it to slide and take out the big robot's legs as it crumbles down to the ground. You see it kind of struggle to start getting back up. It's making all this like like noises and it gets one foot underneath it, but the other seems to be kind of crumpled and it's got the artillery cannon down on the ground trying to push it up and it's got its other robot arm kind of waving around. What are you going to do? I'm going to run and punch it. <laughs> nice. Alright, so you're running over. Do you want to give me another attack roll as you go to punch it? Not good. Five. Five. Okay, so you, you run over and you jump up on this concrete wall and you go to bring your hands kind of down. But once again, this is like as you run and you go to jump, you jump much further than you think you would normally <laughs> as your your legs take you almost sailing off and over top of the robot and you land kind of and crunch down into the concrete again. Now behind it, as it's just getting itself back balanced up, it swings around at you with its robotic arm. What's your defense? My defense is 13. Ooh, okay. So just barely hitting you. And basically this robot arm comes back to backhand you and it deals. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I rolled a 2d10 and I rolled a 1 and a 2. And um, But, But also it would be kinetic kinetic blunt damage yes so so that's the thing is that it it swats wildly at you and it actually as it hits it breaks off on your body as you take you would only take three damage but you would have taken half and we round down um so it's only one damage is this robot that you've almost decommissioned with one throw breaks its own arm against you And you see, as it kind of turns and opens up, you see it's got this metal glass uh, chassis and this guy is inside of it. He almost looks like like an Air Force pilot. And like he's in kind of that kind of getup, but he's piloting this robot and he's looking and he's looking over at you and he seems to be trying to like pull like an ejector seat type thing. What are you doing? Well, I don't, I don't, I I don't, I don't want to hurt him. So. He just tried to swat you. Yeah, but I don't want to hurt him. And I obviously don't know my own strength. So I would like to, can I like try to take out the legs? Like do like a kick, like a, like a swoopy, a swoopy kick. Yeah, you can try uh, on the, on the one leg that's actually the one from the concrete is destroyed, but the other one, he's kind of standing up on one leg while balancing with the artillery cannon. You can go for a definite swooping leg, sweep the leg type thing. Yes. I would like to try that. Cool. Roll for an attack. 15. Nice. And then you can roll your damage. Da- Sorry, I can't remember. What, yeah, how do you get how I get It'll be your oh. hand-to-hand damage. Which is 2d10. We're going to do this dice. And this one, 2d10. Uh, I, 21 damage. Yeah, so you basically not just sweep this leg, but you bring your leg up. And again, you're taller now. So what you were kind of going for, sweep the leg, you more almost hit it in the hip area. And just 
take it out at the hip and the leg comes off and goes flying and crashes into a street lamp and one of those newspaper bins paper goes flying everywhere. As it's starting to collapse down onto its side, this pilot guy seems to get his ejector seat and he goes right as it's falling and ejects and splats into the side building and falls down to the ground as he's ejected out. Um, I would like to run over there and can I restrain him somehow? Like, is there, like, I don't, is there probably not rope nearby to like tie him up, but like, can I well, restrain he's, him? He's got one of those like oxygen tubes and everything that come down from the seat. And, and also as he, as he hits the ground, then his parachute goes <laughs> out the side of the, the ejector seat. Using the parachute, I would like to like wrap him up and like swaddle him so that he cannot move. <laughs> Cool, give me another strength contest. Nat 20, baby. There you go. Yeah, so you you basically like the shit out of him. You do, yeah. You like wrap them all up and and tie him up. He looks all like a little cozy little baby as he's <laughs> as he's all swaddled up there. You swaddle him so good, he's like, I can't believe this. I'll get you for this. Oh, 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 oh. He's like all oh, calm oh, and he's oh, so, so nice. Oh. <laughs> It's so nice, warm, and cozy. <laughs> so we found the mom on our group. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah, what are you? Are you doing anything next, or? Uh, um, can I? Uh, it, can I? Like, if he's not gonna go anywhere, can I like tie him up to a street a street lamp with the parachute strings? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You can kind of toss him over and and, and hoist him up. I would love to <laughs> like in his like swaddle, hang him up so that he's not gonna go anywhere, so that I can go check check back on all of the citizens make sure they're okay you you pick him up and like off of the parachute you pick him up like one hand and you're carrying him down next to you like uh like a briefcase almost and you uh you you wrap them all up and um there's people milling about in the street now cool can i go back and make sure that all like the citizens are okay like all the people yeah, yeah, they seem to be um they seem to be relatively okay. There's um there you can hear the sound of sirens fire department um coming ambulances uh in the distance people are on the phone with the uh with emergency services and the some of the people that you saved and got out they run over and one of them gives you a big hug and thanks you so much for saving them i'm really uncomfortable with her touching me but i say you're welcome <laughs> she um and then she goes again she's like what's your you're a superhero aren't you i say i think so <laughs> well what's your what's your name um um and i like panic and i impact well, you did make quite an impact. That's a pretty good name, I'd say. Thank you for saving us. Can 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 I get a selfie? Sure, I say. Am I wearing a mask? Wait, hold up. And then I'm like, wait, no, you can't get a picture of me. Thanks, Clark. <laughs> Digital NPC in a computer game. It's <laughs> It's like NPC squared. It's, it's, and you're concerned about your That's mask. Inception was Inception. <laughs> That's a really she's, nice face. Yeah. Tracy's really practical, though. Like, if she's not wearing a mask, she doesn't want people to, like... That's true. Yeah, well, you, well, you say you say no at that. She's like, oh, okay. Thank you, thank you anyways. And, and, and Maggie's voice comes on again. She goes, I am so sorry for that uh, kind of abrupt start to that one. I'll be having words with the game designers for sure. Are you doing okay? Yeah. I, like, look around. Like, is there any... Is there something else I should be doing? Um, I th- I think I think that's it. I think that you should be good. I think emergency services are coming. You took care of the uh, the robot. And you got the people. Yeah, yeah. It seems like you, for lack of a better term, passed the level. Yeah. Cool. It done. It are you Are you good to come back? Yeah, I guess so. 
All right. Well, we'll get you back to your back to your baseline there then and T-pose for me. And uh, wave of black, crazy colors. It goes back open and you feel tiny. You feel small. <laughs> and again, uh, same kind of similar to to how Atticus came out. You're not feeling de- like unenergized or fatigued. You're feeling just worn out and, and strong, like not strong. You're feeling weak and, and tiny. Okay. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Baker Baker comes over and he goes, um, we'll, we'll, we'll get you, how you doing? We'll get you all checked out here. That was awesome, Beck. Do you want some smoothie? Yes, please. I will, I, I will accept the smoothie. I give you. her half of my smoothie. All right, and, and Maggie says, so we've got, um, got one more here. Um, Abigail, if, if you're ready. Uh, sure. I hesitantly take off my necklace and I give it to you. Well, her. do you want me to hold on to it for you? Sure, yes, please. please Tracy, Tracy puts it on. That's oh, cool. Okay. So yeah, and they and they get you situated. They've got to make the adjustments again. She goes, maybe we should have gone in height order. It would have been a little <laughs> easier than having to. But that's that's fine. That's for next time, I guess. In hindsight, twenty twenty, right? But yeah, Maggie Maggie plugs you all in, and same thing. Pneumatic seal seals over. Um, and she asks you, you you all ready to go? Uh, yeah. And she presses enter on her keyboard, and same. A uh, wash of black colors go over, and you open your eyes, and you're in a bank. You're in a very, very fancy bank. There's got nice granite pillars. They've got like an indoor garden area with a little waterfall, and immediately, like you're feeling, you're feeling relatively normal and relatively like yourself. Um, but uh, you're just really like appreciating the garden and how zen it is, and you feel a good connection with it. It just very peaceful and nice. Yeah. And Maggie asks, she's like, hey, how's it, how's it going? Um, I'm good. Am I supposed to be feeling anything right now? Um, I just feel calm and at ease. She, you can hear her like flicking over notes and, and doing a little bit of typing. And she goes, um, hmm. Um, she goes, um, it seems like it's something to do with, it's got, there's something to do in the level with the garden i'm not really i'm not really sure um do you want to roll a census check for me uh, that was a 30 nice okay so as as you are feeling um more oh by the way we've only had one person fail a contest roll so far and that was atticus when you fail a contest roll you do need to get five xp so you get to mark whenever you fail contest you do get experience because you're learning so you get five experience points for a failing contest. Back to you, sorry. So um, as as things are kind of going on, it's like a few minutes and you're, you're looking at the plants, you're starting to feel more and more connected to them. And it's strange. You can almost like, it's almost like you can feel like the little bit of like air touching them in the lobby of this bank and, and the, the splashes of water onto the petals. You feel all of it. And it's like very calming and very peaceful to you and as this is going on suddenly a burst of uh gunfire sounds and three men in balaclavas walk in one guy in the front he's like everybody get off fucking ground i dropped to the ground (laughs) yeah they're Um, walking in they've got these big duffel bags over their shoulders and they're like all right this nobody needs to get hurt in this situation we're just here we're gonna go in the vault get some cash and be on our merry way okay and they uh, they start and they start walking um, right past you, right past the garden. What do you what do you do? Uh, can I try to do something with the plants? Can I maybe try to use the plants as an armor of some sort? Yeah, for sure. As you're kind of um, lying down on the ground next to the um, next to the plants, the soil moving, um, you 
you're you're lying with your hands out and it's creeping the soil and the rocks are starting to creep along your arm and covering it in this like the soil first and then the rocky exterior and starts giving you like almost like a gauntlet and creeps up your arm and your body and starts covering you in this rocky soil armor okay so as that happens i am gonna try to use one of the plants as a whip to grab those guys. Nice. Do you want to roll an attack roll? Yes. That was a 17 plus 5. So that was a 22. Epic. Yeah. So you basically, as as these go over and the vines start entwining around your armor and you kind of get up off the ground and it snakely snaps right around the ankle of one of them. And you can roll damage. Uh, which color? Which color? Which color? I'm going to go with green. 12. Perfect. Yeah. So you snap around and, and pull and he falls straight face first onto the ground and he makes that kind of that, that terrible squeaky noise as his feet come out on the nice tile and he smashes to the ground as, and, uh, as it snaps and as your, your vine comes off, you can see it really like compressed. You can see the indentation of how tight it was around his leg as he's down and he hits and knocks and you, you actually hear like some snoring coming from him as his, <laughs> his face down. I, I don't want to kill him or anything. I just want to like de- like knock him out. I guess. Oh yeah, no, you you knocked him out. He's he's definitely alive. Like you didn't you didn't kill him. He's but he's definitely like hit face first onto the ground and put himself to sleep. Essentially, you said there were more than two people. Yeah, there's there's two more. This was the guy in the very back. As the other two are advancing towards the front counter, and um, they sque- the the squeak of the ground and he hits the ground, and the other two whip around. They level their guns at you, and they they tell you to get back on the ground. Um, I'm not gonna do that. I am gonna, I'm gonna use a rolling root to propel myself next to him and put myself in between the, 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 where where they're trying to go. Oh, so between the the counter and the tellers and... And create some... Yeah, for sure. So you kind of like, um, the, the earth explodes outwards around you and propels you and almost you kind of jump over top of them in this cascade of dirt and gravel and uh, land right in between them. And um, one of them, he levels um, his pistol at you and he uh, takes a shot at you as you're kind of going arcing over the air. What's your defense? My defense is 14. 14. Okay. And he misses completely. He, he fires off, but there's dirt cascading down into his eyes and he can't get a clear shot off. He shoots instead straight up and it just kind of cracks the, uh, the granite roof. I'm going to do boulder fire to the guy that just tried to fire at me. So yeah, you can roll to attack. <laughs> that was, uh, that was a 19. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 19. 19. Yeah. That'll hit. Yeah. Yo, are you playing as Tafiti? right now <laughs> and damage is five nice so almost as if um the earth that's covering you kind of moves around and it slides down to your hand and then shoots like forward projects straight at him and this baseball size wad of gravel mixed with roots and mud and earth just hits him square in between the eyes as in his head kind of goes back and you see it all cascade into his like balaclava and fills it up. Now as he comes down and he kind of goes to his knees and he's like, oh shit. And he's trying to like clear all this mud and gravel out of his eyes. Nice. Yeah. And then the other guy also, he he looks like he's about to, because you guys are standing quite close to each other. He looks like he's about to shoot you and instead goes for the uh, pistol whip. What's your defense again? Sorry. 14. 14. Okay. So he hits you and we'll do with the pistol whip. 
Oh my god, I'm rolling like garbage. Um, he does four damage to you, but I believe your armor will give you resistance. Yes. Yeah, you're invulnerable to connect damage, so it doesn't even it doesn't even phase you. He tries to do this pistol whip on you, and it just um just glances off the. And again, this metal on rock it sparks up a little bit as it doesn't even phase you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do a fine whip at him. Nice. Roll for the attack. That was a 21. 21? Oh yeah, that hits. Cool. 10 damage. So you whip and you kind of strike and instead of grabbing on this time, it's more of a straight up whip across and you hit him from basically top of his head down and glancing across his body and he gets propelled backwards off of it and just collapses to the ground and he's out. And this other guy who you got mud in his face, he's just kind of wiping it away and he's getting up slowly and he goes to uh, fire his gun a couple times at you. Still hitting you, but... It would have done two damage, but again, you are uh, invulnerable to connect damage while well, with your rock armor. So he shoots and it just is like it's absorbing the impact and pulling the bullets into it's just adding it to the armor. And he's like, you can see his eyes, one eye is all closed and swollen and the other one is like barely open and it's all red and weepy from the dirt. Nice. I'll do, uh, I'm going to do a vine whip and try to knock him out as well. Nice. Go for it. Roll it. 18 plus five. That was a 23. Yeah, that hits. You can roll for damage. Eight damage. Yeah, he's out as well. As he he just fires off, and uh, you just whip him down, and then he he gets knocked out much in the same way as the previous guy, straight uh, down, knocking him back onto the ground below, and he's out. Awesome. And the uh, the uh, the other people start on the ground, start looking around, and start looking at you, and they even give you a little round of applause, <laughs> and start thanking you again. And you hear man, here to go, viney like, girl, viney girl. Goes, Maggie goes, that was pretty cool, hey? I feel like that was almost too easy. Oh. <laughs> don't ever <laughs> tell the GM. Yeah, I, no. I take that back. Oh, I take that back. Ignore that, please, Jack. See that moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> like, silence. <laughs> Maggie says, I'm kidding. Um, that, was, that was Abigail. That was not Amanda. That was Abigail. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, Maggie, Maggie goes. Uh, well, I, I'm sure I can. I can ask for the game designers to send over a bit of a bit of a harder one. It seems like they sent over some pretty random, different levels this time. So we can maybe tomorrow do a bit of a harder one. Otherwise, are you are you okay? You're all good. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we will uh, we'll bring you back if you can go back to baseline. T formation. And as as you go into the T formation, all this mud and dirt starts sloughing off of you and falls to the ground, completely lifeless again. And a, same as as everybody else, it goes black, wash of colors. And and when you come back, you don't feel really fatigued or tired like the others did. Um, but you definitely feel like you're missing a connection. It feels like something's missing and Aww. something's gone. Yeah, you're able to basically get yourself out the of the pod of the rift walk over very easily and dr baker brings you over and plugs in your arm and starts downloading all the data from it ashley um she's typing away furiously on her on her laptop but she goes hey team that was that's a very good first day all things considered uh sorry once again that you know we didn't get you all in there together but I feel like we made a lot of progress and it was a good day what do you guys think i think it was awesome yeah that was really cool I want to go back and go to sleep so we can wake up soon and come back and do it again. Tracy, can I have my necklace back? Yes, I give her back her necklace. Awesome. Yeah, Ashley says, well, it's, um, we're running about four o'clock here. I mean, it's not really much else to do for the day. We'll, we'll finish up just 
double checking that all of Abigail's stuff is good, but then we can go uh, head for a bit of an early dinner and we can call it a night. Sounds great. Yeah, if you guys are good with that. And once again, you guys are all cleared by by Dr. Baker. Absolutely no problem. Uh, as you guys are walking uh, walking back to dinner, Ashley's just talking with you. Maggie comes along too. Dr. Baker decides not to. He says he's got to get home uh, to his family for dinner. But yeah, you guys are all sitting in the cafeteria and having dinner. Any questions? Any Anything you guys want to talk about particularly? Do we level up? No. <laughs> you are literally the only one that we've got gained any experience points. Yeah. So far. Yeah. That Jax told us at least. Everybody else rolls so good. Cool. Yeah. So you guys are just sitting in the cafeteria uh, eating your dinner. What's for dinner tonight? Uh, Shepherd's pie. Vegan burger. Nice. I might go for a deer steak. Deer steak here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, first day. I'm also suggesting it's almost five o'clock. The bar is down the street. <laughs> I see. Okay. I'm going to stay here and eat for free. So oh, just, we eat here. We eat here. And then we go to the Oh, bar. okay. I'm having some spaghetti and meatballs. Spaghetti and meatballs? <laughs> yep. Nice. Is this going to be an cool, ongoing yes. thing where we just like always are asked what we eat food for food? Yes. Well, I thought it might be a good idea to have like a bit of a conversation starter, but I guess not really, hey? <laughs> 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 well, how did you guys feel in there? Like, like you guys kicked ass. Yeah, everyone did so good. It's amazing. It's really amazing. I can't wait to go get going yet. What hey. did you guys feel afterwards? I could barely walk. I don't know about you, but it was pretty exhausting. I kind of want to see who's going to win in a fight between Tracy and Atticus here. <laughs> I feel like fights within the team are not something that would be encouraged, maybe. Ashley's kind of nodding along at that. She goes, yeah, we, we uh, get you guys up to multiplayer. It'll be against other teams, not against each other. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Other teams? Like other Whoa, teams that yeah. are in here? Like yes, team? Yeah. Like A team and B team? Yeah, that's what that's what we're that's what we're gearing towards. Is is that's what you guys are on. You guys are on the on the multiplayer system, so they'll they'll probably want to start it up pretty soon. But we'll do your first team session tomorrow and then maybe even as soon as next week we'll be going in as uh playing team games against other teams. Okay. So like a little bit of Ender's game. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't understand that reference. Jack was, <laughs> I, I gotcha. So, so do we? Sorry, this is out of game now again. Do we have an we, do we have an understanding of how our powers work now? Um, you have a kind of a general idea. I feel like to like. I mean, obviously, I, I feel like obviously, um, Asher and Tracy would know pretty much right off the bat. I think that Abigail might be a little bit more like has also a good understanding of what like some sort of control over these things. And then Atticus should also get kind of a general idea, but I feel like ideas that you guys don't know your full potential. So so you guys have a general idea of what you can, what your, your characters in the video game can do, but it's, it's very much, you don't know full potential, full extent or a hundred percent, even how it works. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And also we don't actually have these powers. No. I shook my head, but for the listeners at home, no. <laughs> Tracy's feeling very small. Yes, very, very small. Mm-hmm. She immediately so, goes on Amazon and puts in an order for lifts for her shoes. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> okay, so She's the next day, we go again? Um, are you guys going to the to the Black Bear Pub? Or... It's called the... I missed that, that it's the Black Bear Pub. How did I miss that? Oh. <laughs> uh, well, a little taste of home. That's why I asked... service? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's why I asked about karaoke. I'm, I'm never like, going to that pub. <laughs>